Not, no, no, no. The other Mac versus PC guy. Oh, uh, yes. I know yes, him. Yes, that dude. Yeah. I wouldn't be forgetting uh, his name if I weren't on the spot right now. Uh, I think his name <laughs> is John. Yeah, John Hodgman. John, John Hodgman. Hodgman. Yeah. If John Hodgman was the scientist. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 305 with a review of Lucy. I'm Christopher Schnazy. I'm Carson Patrick. And I'm Stephen Miller. If you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. Uh, this week, we are talking about Luke Besson's Lucy, Scarlett Johansson taking some drugs accidentally and going crazy, expanding her mind and doing magical powery type stuff how are you guys doing i'm doing well um yeah as well as can be after having uh ingested so much uh ch4 or whatever (laughs) i I was gonna say as as well as i could be after snorting so much coke that apparently i did when i watched lucy last night (laughs) (laughs) i have a dollar bill out you know my credit card I, I, I love, to, it. I love yeah. that basically they're like the, the drug that she's taken is Heisenberg's meth. <laughs> <laughs> Except a little, uh, yeah. yeah. Just a little finer ground. Like basically Tuco's smashing it with the back of his knife <laughs> and they're packing it in bags <laughs> and shoving it inside of people. Instead of sniffing it, uh, you know, they're sniffing it through like colored uh, bendy straws. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how you get the real high off it, right? That's the one that makes you laugh hysterically. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> As it but, bounces yeah. around the bendy straw, that's where it takes on more power. You know what? You know what? I'm surprised, and maybe I just haven't come across it yet. But like, you know, there has to be a critic out there who was just—they didn't even have to like the movie. They were probably just sitting on it, going like, "Oh, I can't wait to use I love Lucy as my pull quote." Oh God! <laughs> I didn't you, even think of that. You know that somebody has okay, done that. You, okay, or, do you or, think there are more or less of that or Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds references? Uh, well, so I already saw someone do on trip. On well, Deadline, I, they said Lucy in the Sky since it made a lot of money this weekend. Okay. Well, I, I, I'm still waiting for scientists to have their blogs that say, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in, inquisitively, uh, you know. <laughs> there, we got to talk about the science in your movie. <laughs> Repositioning their glasses, you know, pushing them back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think it's safe to say we were all pretty excited for this film. Am I correct? <laughs> Uh, you oh. were incorrect on my part. What? Steven was I, not excited oh, for this? On. I was not excited for this film. Oh, Dude, damn. Scarjo, drugs, powers, Luke Besson, like what? what? <laughs> I, for, the, for, like... The same, for the same reason I was not excited about Transcendence is when <laughs> when I hear like a particular brand of faux science being stated. For some reason, the phrase like at 40% you can stop time. Drove me of course. Batshit crazy. Well, so even is too smart for okay. this movie. So, so, dude, like the 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 Lucy, um, the ads they were running during World Cup were were like that. They were the worst. It was like ten percent is this, twenty percent is this, thirty percent is this. Find out what happens when Lucy reaches one hundred percent at lucymovie.com slash one hundred percent or whatever. Yeah, they definitely made me not want to see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, a- any any other person, this film was coming from. Uh, I would have been like, oh, this is going to be a terrible movie. But, like, Luke Besson can put his name on, like, a bag of shit. And I'd be like, oh, sign me up. Where, where are you at? <laughs> he, he frequently he has, does. He has done that before and still have shown and I'm, up. And yes. I'm always excited. I'm never not excited. Like, So like, I, I, I benefited from having temporarily forgotten this was a Luke Besson movie. I knew at one point in my life. And then in, like, the week leading up to this, I had not thought about who created the film. And yeah. it wasn't until the credits rolled that it was like, oh, Luke Besson, that makes so much sense now. Like, <laughs> what I just watched. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, we should uh. clarify that Luke Besson actually directed this one. This is not one of his uh, producing gigs where he just slaps his name on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like uh, Three Days to Kill or, or Brick Mansions or something like that. Yeah. But you see, Luke Besson has this weird ability where, you know, he like, he puts his name on so many movies that, you know, there's, like, one every, like, for every, like, 
three or four shitty ones, there's always one that that ends up sticking. Yeah, but but so, see, his, well, this his, one have stuck. But his nature too is like he is. He has he has that thing that Michael Bay has, where like Michael Bay has an idea of what he likes and what he thinks is cool, and then he just goes crazy ridiculous to that direction. Luke right. Besson just really really likes certain things, and they appeal appeal to him. And when he when he sees something like that, like yeah, he's gonna slap his name on it, throw some money at it, because he just wants to see that movie himself. Like yeah. so, he he has just this quality, this playful playful nature, and. Uh, just a, a pure enjoyment of these like silly action premises yes. and for some reason like he should be in the exact same camp as michael bay as far as as what i view him as but instead i view him as this like really fun guy who really just enjoys movies of this type and like i can't for some reason i don't fault him for it the same way that i do michael bay yeah i mean i th- i think that uh you know i appreciate luke Besson for the very for the very same reasons. I mean, I think that even if it is going to be a not so great movie that he put his name on, um, I'm glad that he is the playful Frenchman uh, <laughs> who who likes to make silly action movies because I, I feel like the, the silly action movies are always a lot more fun than the serious ones. Yeah. So... I mean, that's what that's what you go to the movies for. I mean, you don't, you don't go to a movie like Lockout for the seriousness. I mean, you want to see Guy Pearce floating around in a space jail punching dudes and that movie was wise. so damn good too like i don't <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way that should have been as awesome as it was <laughs> no i mean uh that's that that's the kind of movie you want to see uh you know so yeah i mean when you see a movie like lucy advertised you're like yes please i want to see scarlett johansson getting all maria full of grace sentence getting all <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> end of sentence but uh once you add in the fact that like oh she's gonna get maria full of grace and she's gonna get superpowers and you know try to kick the shit out of bradley cooper or something uh yeah (laughs) that's the thing is like when i saw this movie i was like this is basically limitless but with like the actor that guys would like to watch instead of the actor that girls would like to watch. You know what's funny, though, is that I read in an interview that Luke Besson has been sitting on this idea for, like, a decade. Uh, So maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's fine, though, because it's like so many movies copy each other, and I'm glad that, you know, he just still decided, you know, after Limitless came out, he was still just like, I don't care. I make my own Limitless. Mine's going to be Scarlett Johansson. I think he was spending... He was spending like that whole decade trying to find a a attractive young woman who could play a robot, and then he saw Under the Skin, and he's like, "Oh, perfect, like, perfect." <laughs> he got like a huge, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know what's funny though is like it's 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 totally cool because it's just like you know what they've remade like Point Break seven times already, and they're called Fast and Furious. Like it just doesn't yeah. matter. It's like you know who cares? We can have Limitless and Lucy. Can coexist. Yes. He's and the next his... next next year there'll be Lucy list. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, what do you say, guys? We get into this uh, episode. Yep. All right. All right. We're gonna take a listen to this crazy trailer for Lucy, and then let you know what we thought of the film. What happened? What did you do to my stomach? <laughs> What's going on? nearly slipped a new package into your lower tummy and you're going to transport something very special to us Somebody put a bag of drugs inside me. I need you to take it out. It's leaking. It is estimated most human beings only use 10% of the brain's capacity. Imagine if we could access 100%. Interesting things begin to happen. Yes? Professor Norman, my name's Lucy. I just read all your research on the human brain. It's a little rudimentary, but you're on the right track. Thank you. 
I have access to 28% of my cerebral capacity. I can feel every living thing. Since when did you start writing Chinese? Since an hour ago. What happens when she reaches 100%? I have no idea. All this knowledge, you can unlock secrets that go beyond our universe. I'm not even sure that mankind is ready for it. It's like all things that make me human are fading away. Okay, so you just listened to the trailer for Lucy. This is a film in which, uh, you know, some some crazy bad guys got this crazy synthetic drug and they're packing it inside of human beings and using them to smuggle it uh, into various places. And uh, one of these people has some of that drug released into their system, this person being Scarlett Johansson, and the effects of that drug are mind-exploding and let her untap possibilities of brain uh, power that were theoretically no longer or not possible before this moment. And as she expands higher and higher percentages of brain capacity, she gains crazier and crazier abilities that allow her to do crazier and crazier things. So, uh, Carson, what did you think of this film? Uh, well, just, uh, you know, basing on the films that Luc Besson has directed, I think that this is uh, the most satisfying and wholly entertaining film that Luc Besson has made since The Fifth Element. Like, I think that this <laughs> is this is a return to form for Mr. Besson. Like, I think we were all disappointed with the family, and somehow I still think this movie is almost like a meta, you know, obviously not, but you can look at it as, like, some sort of meta commentary on the fact that, you know, Luc Besson somehow snorted something and his <laughs> imaginative process got you know reignited and uh he came out with this film and it's funny because you know lucy and luke i mean they're only one letter apart uh he's really just funneling himself uh scarlett johansson is playing him obviously that's what uh that's what this movie is trying to tell us <laughs> so um, this movie should have actually been called lukey lukey pro- yeah, pronounced differently. I, that's, that's the correct pronunciation um but yeah, no, it's just, it's crazy how I'm glad that he, you know, did it, it this didn't end up being like the family again. I, I think that this is exactly the kind of stuff that, you know, he's done in the past and I hope he continues making. Like, I, I think that uh, it just, it's the, it's the crap, it's the stupid B movie, like, we've been waiting, like, there's, there's one every year and... A couple years ago, it was lockout. A couple years before that, it was the A team. Like this is the this is this year's. <laughs> the A team is so freaking. This good. is the, this is this year's A team slash lockout. Whatever. I mean, this is you know we sat through three days to kill and brick mansions. Those failed us. Uh, Lucy is here, uh, and she's gonna kick the shit out of everyone. And then I mean, the movie is incredibly stupid, and it is embraces it wholeheartedly, and. I I loved it for that. I mean, this movie doesn't waste its time getting into things, and it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's in and out, and it's just here to punch things and have Scarlett Johansson act uh, crazy and uh, awesome. And uh, I just I think the, the the concept is very much in the vein of you know like we mentioned Limitless, but. It's pretty different. I mean, they, they. I mean, it's the same, but they they go in a different route for sure. And uh, it really just puts transcendence to shame. Like, I mean, uh, that movie was <laughs> slow as shit already. But man, they really like. Obviously, he didn't. But it's almost like Luke Besson was just like, oh, this movie's too slow. I make movie faster. Um, with uh, you know, it's just. It, it's just night and day, really, comparison between that film and. Um, Oh man, it's just it's just a completely entertaining movie, and uh, 
it, it, it really kind of gets into this weird sci-fi-ness uh, that uh, I wasn't expecting, and it, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, the, this is the kind of movie that just wastes no time. I mean, there's that scene where, like, Morgan Freeman is just like, oh, hello, this is Dr. So... He, like, he's introducing Scarlett Johansson to all these doctors, and she's like, it's okay, I already know who they are. Like, it's just like, we don't, you know, it's, it's so perfect because she's so smart that you don't have to waste time with this kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I think that's a, that's a plus for this movie because really like I, in movies like this, I don't, I don't want to know that. Like, I just want to see like what I came to see. And, uh, I think it delivers on all aspects in that, in that field. And it was great. And we get to, to get to have like, uh, the guy from uh, Old Boy as the villain, like that was cool. I didn't know he was gonna be in this movie, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of cool stuff in it, and I think it's exactly the kind of movie you want to see. Kind of the end of summer movie, just a dumb like, like mindless fun, and uh, it succeeds at that because, like we've said in the past, or you know, I've stated and we've talked about that, um, you know it. It's it's actually hard to make a movie that's this dumb. Like I like you have to <laughs> like you really have to be creative to make a movie this dumb. Like you can't just be like, oh, we're gonna throw a lot of crazy shit in and it's just gonna be awesome. It's like, no, like that's not how it's it's like you really have to have someone with the imagination of Luc Besson to to pull this off of that level. So uh yeah, I, I think uh I enjoyed it so well this brings up the big question though because clearly this film was aimed to do exactly what carson expected to and you know we'll find out in a moment probably what i expected it to Mm -hmm. but steven was the one person not excited and the one person who has uh problems with things that are this dumb Mm -hmm. so steven did it work for you in the way that it worked for carson or did your inability to accept the dumbness of the plot (laughs) uh, affect your enjoyment of the film so um I, I like the comment that he probably watched Transcendence and decided, like, oh, I could do better. Because I think with the thought that went into it, he had time to watch Transcendence come out and still film <laughs> and create this movie <laughs> over the next two months. Look, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Like, maybe I missed... Maybe if I went into it thinking, oh, I love Luc Besson and I'm supposed to love him, so everything he does, if it's dumb, it's purposely dumb and that makes it great, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I... I just have to disagree. I found this movie so... I'm not even disagreeing. I found it so stupid (laughs) in every stretch of the way. And not, like... Not stupid in the sense that, like, it was a, like, thrilling level of ridiculousness that I was having a blast with. It was more just like, oh, God, no, she's calling her mother saying she remembers what her breast milk tastes like now what it <laughs> but she was having surgery at the what, same time what, what is, it wasn't brain surgery on? though it was abdominal dude, surgery dude and she shot that dude which is like he wasn't gonna make it anyway like come on <laughs> like, she, okay. was, she was in touch with all of her feelings at once she, she <laughs> exactly could have, she was reliving these she was tapping into parts of her memory that weren't actually there but had been recorded in time and she mm-hmm. was just gaining access to them I know, now i know i know so totally them. yeah I, I i get it so because she uses you know she has <laughs> 20%, which is like two people standing next to each She's other now. She's a dolphin now. You can look back in time and see. Two heads are better than one. If she had two minds in one yeah, head. Yeah, dude, she, she had double, a dolphin brain at that point. Double the pleasure, double the fun. Uh, exactly. Okay, so I'm fine. I'm fine with unscientific things. Like, clearly, I'm totally cool with movies that build a world where they establish these are the rules, this is the premise of the world, now look at what we're going to do to it. In this movie, I did not feel like... Like, he built a premise, Morgan Freeman is talking, blah, 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 we only use 10% of our brains. What could happen if we got to 20? Well, I, as a professor, hypothesize you could... <laughs> it's like, well, as an actor in the movie Dolphin Tale 1 yeah. and 2, <laughs> well, no, I know a I, thing I, about dolphins. No, no, but you could ser- probably with control a, people's minds. <laughs> ser- ser- seriously, though, with the dolphin thing, so... so Okay, so (laughs) I don't know why I'm even justifying. (laughs) There's nothing to justify. So here's the thing. He has this Morgan Freeman speech as his way of saying, look, I know none of this is factual, but I'm going to have a fake 
uh, authoritative figure explaining the way this universe works and then just go with it because we are pre-establishing the rules of this universe. <laughs> so he says humans are 10%. He says dolphins are 15 or 20% or whatever, and that their increased capacity for their brain allowed them to have a greater sonar than any other creature in existence on the planet. So he's attributing a specialized skill to that creature because he has more brain capacity than anything else on the planet. Mm -hmm. So he's establishing that higher brain capacity equals like unnatural abilities towards something. And then he's extrapolating that into uh, where that could go from then. It is the stupidest thing in the world. Yeah. So the, the it, problem it's, is, it's I, logically consistent with his universe. Yeah, so I don't, okay, so and what is the, logically consistent about... Like, hmm, yes. What is logically consistent about a 20% she can call someone and tell him to pick up the red pen that's next to him on the other side of the world? Where <laughs> do they it, even try to explain the world where this is activated, dude. Um, um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's string theory. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they didn't even try. And the pro there were other times when they did try. Like, they show her seeing radio waves being called up, and that's how she finds who is calling and where it's from. There were so many things where I felt like they decided, like, this effect would be cool. Should we try to make it make sense within our world? Eh, who cares? <laughs> Look, she already did it. Boom. That's how fast it moves. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of the argument that I had or that we were discussing in Transformers uh, 4, which was that I Michael Bay made like he he created a structure for the movie and then after that it was just like you know i don't care and then all this stuff is gonna happen you know and and who cares if it makes sense it's just gonna you know be absurd uh and i feel like that's kind of the same thing that luke Besson was doing where he was just like i don't care if anything is very consistent or logically sound it's just like I want to see Scarlett Johansson just like move people up to a ceiling. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I, I feel like it was just kind of like, I know this isn't scientifically accurate and I don't care. Well, I, I, and I think too, what he's going for is just this idea that like literally all matter is interconnected and that because yeah. everything is uh chance, like it basically he's, a, you know, he's clearly believing in evolution. So he's stating that like, really like the fact that this drug is, uh, synthesized um, you know chemical that is generated by the woman when she's pregnant during a certain part of the baby's development which increases like whatever blah 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 basically it's saying that like theoretically Scarlett Johansson's current state at the end of this film or you know during as she's she's uh, getting crazier and crazier in the film is a theoretical of evolutionary step that man could reach at some point in time she's just been rapidly thrown to this position by the chemical that she's ingested mm -hmm. so or accidentally sucked into her blood whatever um so like it's <laughs> losing myself in my own attempts to uh to combine the story so, so basically what it's saying is that like since all matter is interconnected anyways and she's just reached this enlightened state that like when she's telling him to pick up the red pen she's probably seeing it through the knowledge of that that he knows the pen is there and she's able to tap into that because she is connected to him because she's connected to everything in, in the mm -hmm. world at that point because she's a few percent more than a dolphin she yeah. is everywhere <laughs> but even at that point that, that point she was a little bit higher than I no believe, i'm pretty sure she was 20 percent. i think i wrote it down um <laughs> anyway did, did you write that down on your beer coaster <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah. just did dude this, this is a I, perfect I felt like movie the, to like, drink okay, to so it, you you acknowledge that it has B movie appeal, like out the like that's exactly what it is. It and is that, nothing more than a B movie. Yeah, and, yeah, like but movies are B appeal. movies because they're B movies. <laughs> like unless it's a famous person who made it, nobody says like, oh, dude, this B movie, it was great. It wasn't good enough to <laughs> to but, be but an A movie. If this if this was Car Carson's follow up to White Saw, you would be high fiving him. Oh yeah, no, of like, course. <laughs> yeah, so grading grading on a curve, I would be <laughs> I'd be blown away, but. See, like her acting felt so stilted and robotic and not in like a cool but i think that was intentionally it's, it's, though it's no, but it was like the worst improv class let me I see what was, a robotic was, person is gonna look like i thought, I she thought was fantastic was, in this movie uh, yeah no i thought scarlett johansson <laughs> totally nailed this role like when she's comes when she comes in and she's doing like the weird like autistic like head movements and she's like uh, interpreting everything uh, uh you're I, thought, me. I i thought that was i thought that was totally it it gave like in a movie that has no sense of realism, <laughs> it gave it a layer of realism, at least somewhat, to be like, okay, if someone had this drug put into them, 
it, it gave you the sense of like, okay, maybe this is how they would react to things. Like, because okay, I don't, don't because get me they're, wrong. They're, I don't, I don't blame her. Like, I'm sure she did whatever the direction was to the best of her ability. Like, oh, it just drove me crazy. <laughs> After here, seeing here, her in a movie like, like her or something where I know she can have like, <laughs> like she can express the same thing of I'm getting so much better and so much faster. I see things that no one else does. And she knows how to be a human, and in this instead, it, oh, it's just so... That, that was the whole thing, though, is, is what this drug did to her was completely suppress and remove all, all sense of humanity in her. Like, she, she had evolved to the point in which she had no connection with humans, just like in her, except for in her, she remained to have a human... Um, she had a human personality, and she actually cared about stuff. This removed, like, the emotions because she understood in, like, you know... Algorithmically, that there was no point in feeling any way like that. She did not have to explain the algorithm, Ex- except in this for film. the one moment where she's with the French guy who you're not supposed to care about, and says, "I need to keep you around to remind me," which goes nowhere. Dude, but... I totally well, thought okay, she here, was gonna have sex with him and have here, like here, a Lucy okay, child. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, here, here's here's the thing that you have to like celebrate and high five this movie for. So you have these scenes where Morgan Freeman is explaining the way that cells work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he's saying that basically there there are only two things that you can do. If there's a harsh-ass environment, you basically have to figure out a way to... I don't even remember the way you said it, but basically it's like you either die and pass stuff on or you become immortal. Those are the two things that you can do. If you can't survive the the environment, you pass it on. If everything is perfect and harmonious, then you just live forever. That's the idea of how these cells work, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, he's setting up the premise that... Um, if Scarlett Johansson is uh, approaching a state in which she cannot continue to survive, if the environment is too harsh for her, then she needs to pass on information. So in any other filmmaker's film with this exact same premise, Scarlett Johansson would be going around sleeping with dudes trying to pass on her lineage. And in this film, they're alluding to the fact that that is a possibility, but they figure out an alternate way for her to live on in that she's literally, like, the whole point of reproducing is to pass on information so she, in our modern age, can figure out a way to pass on information without needing to reproduce. So, like, you have to give the the film credit for taking it there instead of just turning this into, like, hot chick sleeping with dudes no, yeah, for I'll say the rest too, of the film. That's why I think I went into this movie partly because I had forgotten the name behind it, expecting bad <laughs> um <laughs> but in like the normal bad kind of way the way where the so i went to a packed show on friday night it was ten forty in like the tenderloin like not the good area of san francisco and it was full like i got there and had to find one seat in the very back like between a bunch of people and i was expecting at least the kind of dumb movie that they were gonna go like ape shit for and i didn't get that either like i got a very kind of stylized art housey version of that movie which i think alienated them like 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 the people that were really into seeing it and but at the same time for someone like me who would have maybe appreciated the the left left field decisions that they made i was so frustrated by what felt like an empty ridiculous like lack of a point of view and faux philosophic we're all one and time is unity blah 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 see don't you get it now look where the fountain ah that it uh, i don't know i <laughs> it really it really didn't work for me i i felt like he was trying to make a movie like the fountain or something that that goes super like balls to the wall artsy at the end but i was just so out of it so not in it at all <laughs> i mean i don't here's, think there's i don't think there's anything art house about this movie i don't know that was just you, my you don't think the decisions at the end were like going back in time and white behind her and nothing but her getting all i i, I think maybe it was art like house a, is the wrong word but it certainly was like stylized. A, it, was, it was like luke Besson's stylized take on tree of life or something yeah okay well it, it's funny because that that scene i couldn't hate because the whole time i was thinking Yes, yeah, suck that, Carson. How would they do this practically? <laughs> <laughs> well, I do want to bring this up. Uh, I think um, I, I'm totally fine with the like ridiculous-looking dinosaurs. I think the whole movie had that sort of stylized, over-the-top, almost cartoony feel. Um, so I'm fine when she's like Scarlett Johansson's like tree of life in it at the end, and there's some fake-ass-looking dinosaurs. But uh, but I will say though, dude, that ape. Uh, 
minus the cruddy looking face, uh, was a good ape. Like I think that, I think. Other that... than, other than the fact it was modeled after human uh, posing instead of being actually modeled after ape stances and stuff like that. No, yeah, it's but not I'm, really I'm just... an ape, right? It's Lucy. It's an right, in-between. exactly. Yeah. But I, I'm just saying, like, the fact that it was actually a person in makeup was... I, I, I'm glad that I enjoyed that. Like, I, I thought that... <laughs> Even though like, you didn't like the face. <laughs> the, yeah. the face was pretty bad, but I'm just saying, like, if those are the apes that had been in the new apes, I would have been a little more accepting of them. <laughs> that movie would have been shit if it was. But anyways, I don't want to talk about the ending part real fast. I just want to say the part of this film where you should have, like keyed in steven to the the uh the tone and the quality of what you were supposed to be watching is um for people listening who haven't seen the film uh scarlett johansson has these drugs that she's supposed to deliver she has them in a briefcase the you know the bad guys don't know whether that briefcase actually contains the drugs or possibly contains some sort of explosion so they want scarlett johansson to open this briefcase because then if it explodes it only hurts her and not them um so they pack the room full of guys holding riot shields that only cover their upper body and just stack them in a row around her. Like, that was the stupidest, most hilariously awesome, like, moment ever. Like, you know, the main bad guy and his little henchmen walk outside the hall and stand around a wall, and then everybody else just comes in holding up riot shields. Like, like what would that do if there was a bomb? It would just kill everybody anyways. Like, yeah, dude. It's like, just that the lackeys, that's what they're supposed to be there for. But it, that, just, just that scene was like it, first of all it was badass like the idea that he just like snaps his fingers and guys like sure i'll stand in front of a possible explosion this is sweet <laughs> well maybe they thought it was gonna be like an explosion of candy or something i don't know <laughs> it was just freaking hilarious because it'd be one thing if they were like full body height riot shields and they all kneeled down and like or if it was you know, like metal or something or, or, I, and, I don't and know. open the back window or something something that would allow the explosion to be carried in any direction other than a confined area like hitler bunker style like it was just like that right there i just was i started laughing as soon as they came in um and it just that, that even that whole scene with like the translator over the speakerphone and her <laughs> trying to talk to him and him like wiping blood off of his goggles after just horribly like mutilating somebody in the other room that was uh, that like, was hilarious it, it was badass uh, it was totally badass dude and hey hey scarlett johansson wasn't acting like a robot there did you think her acting was all right in that scene yeah no she was fine until I mean, she I, went crazy I enjoyed, <laughs> I actually enjoyed the fact that that scene played on maybe a little bit longer than it would have in another movie, uh, just because that was probably the most, you know, I don't know, it just got you sort of invested a little more, even though the movie uh, didn't didn't particularly need that, but uh, I think that it was an interesting choice to have that scene play out the way that it did, um, so... Yeah, no, I, I, I think that uh, oh, there was something else I was going to say, and I don't remember. Um, and, oh, I was going to mention how, how you said, you know, this movie could have just been like uh, Scarlett Johansson going around having sex with dudes. And I think that maybe that would have been in a lesser film. And I think Luke Besson, I mean, he's known for having uh, strong female characters. And I think that uh, I, I think his decision to not do that was uh, a good one. And uh, also, I do think, you know, that was intended to be set up that way where, you know, she was only at like, I don't know, 60% or whatever at, at that point in time. And it was like... Yeah, she could only control matter. <laughs> but, she, but then like when she became uh, more, you know, more powerful, then she realized I can, you know, do something else uh, instead of uh, reproducing, I guess. I don't know. Like, I, I think it was, I think it was definitely intentionally there uh, and, you uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, it's just, I don't know, there's a lot of creativity like to I'll, it, I guess. I'll say it was not bad at all in the way I expected going in, <laughs> but it just substituted for a different kind, which made it, it was an interesting bomb, in my opinion, but that doesn't make it not a bomb. And I really don't know if a no-name director had made it, if it would have more than like 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it still would have had. I think it still would have been entertaining for I sure. I like, think people go in with such a benefit of the doubt of look at his homage to B movies instead of wow, what a shitty movie. I don't think well, it's necessarily I, an homage to B movies. I think that's this is just his style. Like mm. that's you know he likes making these silly action movies and and uh, you know even even a movie like The Professional, um, which is a little, 
a little more you know more serious for sure in tone i mean even that movie is is definitely has its silly side you know uh for sure um but i i really wanted to to mention the car chase scene in this movie is really excellent like it's really awesome like it's it's a good i mean <laughs> the guy who hates cg loves that car chase dude, scene. come on awesome. chris back, come, back me up on this it's a good no no, no it, it, it's it's an awesome car chase scene i loved it i just think it's funny that you loved it regardless of the fact that it's like 90 percent cg no but i'm just saying i i understand that but i'm just saying like it's a good mix of the two like i think that yeah 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 and what, what's funny what's funny too is i was at the uh that intersection at the Arc de Triomphe where there's this ridiculous circle that they drive through. And I was thinking two weeks ago, like, it would be insane to try to drive fast here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and then this movie, oh, well, the solution is she just parts cars with her brain and, and that's how she gets through. But but I just wanted to, to mention, I mean, I think that that sequence along with some of these other sequences or aspects... Luke Besson has the right idea. I mean, he's he's at least doing a, a mesh of the two, which is good. I do agree that, uh, you know, the CGI is pretty subpar. But, I mean, this is a movie that, like I said, is very cartoony at times. You know, it's, yeah. it's a movie that doesn't exist in the real world whatsoever. And I can get on board with that sort of, you know, I can more get on board with it than you know if this movie was trying to be like a very serious film and you know there's dinosaurs walking around like and that's you know then it would i think take you out more it especially would for me Um, i I think i think the way we fix this for steven is just pretend like those bags that were inserted into her her stomach were actually just bags full of midichlorians and uh, when it released (laughs) into her system she the percentage level was how in touch with the force she was. Yeah, no, no. So, I actually was yeah. going to say if they had established some magical world instead of like the faux science of this world, I would maybe have been a little bit more on board. There would have been fewer moments that made me go like, what? That doesn't follow from what you said at all. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anyway, it, it, Chris. Yeah, I, this movie also, I was just going to say, this movie also really does feel like the... Uh, the dumbed down mainstream version of under the skin. Like I think, I think it, it would be <laughs> it a good, is. I think it would be a good double feature to watch, uh, under the skin and then just really let your mind go and watch Lucy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it has like that same sort of weird, uh, sci-fi cocaine feel, except in a much more mainstream, vibe yeah and i heard that this movie was also filmed mostly with strangers and scarlett johansson in the street reacting to her parting <laughs> cars with her mind <laughs> so yeah all, totally all really authentic reactions they had to being thrown on the ceiling was pretty they were like oh my gosh i can't believe this is happening very, very daring film <laughs> chris what did you think of the movie <laughs> we, never actually out we never officially went over no, yeah, I mean, I I love this movie. Um, oh I I love it for all its stupid, crappy goodness. Um, like as, as I said, like like e- even <laughs> e- even the really terrible on the nose. We're gonna cut to nature sh- shots of like <laughs> cheetahs of cheetah, about cheetah. To, like, chase down and she's wearing a like a cheetah outfit. She's wearing a cheetah outfit. It's like so. <laughs> like it was it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But it just it had this arrogance to it that like that worked in a not like t- like usually like arrogance annoys me. Like you're like uh this stupid asshole thinks he's the greatest thing in the world but i'm like no this stupid asshole is the greatest thing in the world it was just it, it was uh yeah i like i i enjoyed the hell of it. it it's really stupid i love its commitment to being stupid um i love that there's that it, it, like they you know they create a world mostly just by morgan freeman talking which um i'm fine because i love listening to him talk about you know science in through the wormhole with morgan freeman um in this case i just know that that science isn't true um but it, it's it's fun just listening to him set up the world and actually set it up in a way that it, this isn't just scarlett johansson with unlimited power this is her with seemingly unlimited power for a finite amount of time because of the nature of which her you know her, her cells were like reproducing it like a thousand times normal or whatever the hell the reason was basically she cannot sustain herself at this level so there's just that there's there are there are stakes to her ability to exist in our world um as she's a pre like when she hits 100 percent, like that's 
you know, it's theoretically game over for her. Like, as she goes on in this film, she knows that, like, oh, she can't possibly sustain this forever. Um, there's literal scenes where she's not sustaining it forever. Um, so, like, I don't know. I, I, I thought its commitment to what it was going for was hilariously awesome. I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, this wasn't, like... An Inception E level film. This is not or a even world attempting building schnazy film at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like a world like Spark Notes that eh, I mean maybe you can it, you can it, maybe imagine, yeah, she saw the pen, blah blah blah, she she threw stuff, <laughs> she reads minds now. Oh look, she's well, a yeah. computer. Uh, so, so, so in in our review uh that we already recorded that will come after this review of of uh, boyhood, there I at one point I referenced, I forget exactly what I said, but I was saying that like um, it like so, something they were talking about sound, sounded like a a getting high or getting drunk moment. Um, this film was like th- that moment when you're inebriated from some sort of chemical that isn't CH whatever forty. 25, 11. <laughs> the, the fetus um, juice or whatever. Yeah, this isn't fetus juice uh, from Heisenberg. Um, but like the the th- this is that moment where like somebody's like wait 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 wait. What if that like thing people say about ten percent capacity was true? Okay, just no, stick with me. Stick with me. <laughs> what if that was true? But then what if it wasn't true for you? What if like you like you, know, you saw Limitless, right? What if like that drug instead of making you super smart just made you like super powered and then like <laughs> you go off and you start doing it's like a jedi yeah, bro I, I, much like her 100 percent, i couldn't maintain that conversation uh there's the whole such time, a but... fine line between how you would describe this as awesomely stupid and how you would tear it to shreds with that same voice and that same description <laughs> no no and, and, you know what? like i i am i am 100 percent like able to uh, concede that to you like i i you know, part of it is just that it's Luc Besson. Part of it is that, like, he is intercutting it with all this stupid, ridiculous stuff, like the 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 animal. Like, because he isn't taking it seriously, it it makes me go like, oh, look at you, oh you. <laughs> so okay, so it, let me. Uh, I think this sums up who I thought the movie was made for and who directed it is the IMDb. I, I just went on and found like the first message board thread name. Only stupid and religious people will dislike this movie because it questions everything they were raised to believe, makes them look dumb when presented with the logic of science compared to their man-made fantasy. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So the person who thinks this is science is the person whom I vehemently hated so badly when watching this movie. Yikes. <laughs> that person really I, just doesn't get it. I think nope. that person was trolling. <laughs> that has to be a fake comment. Like it doesn't make any sense at all. I don't. If it is, then everyone responding are trolling too because they're saying like, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, they. I, you can never trust IMDb message boards. Whew. Anyway, I just had to throw uh, throw throw that in there. <laughs> but no, like I, I, I'm, I'm totally aware that this movie is dumb as hell. Yeah. Um, and I just, it, it was a dumb and hell. It was, a, it was, a, it was a type of as dumb as hell that allowed me to enjoy the crap out of it. And uh, yeah, I mean, maybe with uh, uh, you know, not Scarlett Johansson in the lead role, and maybe with not Morgan Freeman giving out all the science. Uh, like if it was like if the scientist was like, um, uh, freaking what's his name. Damn it, this doesn't work if I can't remember the guy's name. <laughs> if the scientist say, was Johnny Depp uh, no, 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 sleepwalking no. through transcendence. <laughs> no, I, I was I was I was gonna make a comment. Like what, what if it was like a, a, a comedian who's known for playing like a a uptight, like intelligent um Christopher Lloyd. Not not, not Christopher <laughs> Lloyd. Damn it, what is uh Pretend I said nothing because I can't remember his freaking name. It, Mark it just Evan totally. Jackson. I don't know. No, no, no. Um, it's one of the guys who used to be a correspondent on The Daily Show. Um, Steve Carell. No, John Oliver. No, Ed, Ed nope. Helms. Keep going. Nope. Keep going. Rob Riggle. <laughs> nope. Asif, Asif Monby. Nope. Uh, John Stewart? Nope. <laughs> um. This is the worst uh, like two minutes Rob, of the podcast. Rob Cordery. Rob Cordery. Nope, nope, keep going. <laughs> uh, I think we've literally named all the Susan... famous correspondents. No. Uh, Kristen Schaal. <laughs> was she ever on The Daily Show? <laughs> yeah, she's been on The Daily Show, right? Like, as a guest or a correspondent? No, she's been a correspondent. She was a correspondent, yeah. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think we've named, like, all just, the famous. Just stop guessing while I, while I look uh, this up. What's his face? The Hispanic uh, why, owl... Uh, 
nope, uh, nope. Wyatt Snack, obviously. Stop guessing, Dan. <laughs> uh, uh, now I'm trying to remember the book he wrote. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, Stephen Colbert. No, no, no. I, know, I think I know who you're talking about now. Uh, Mac vs. PC, dude. Yes, Just that guy. Just a lot. No, not just no, a no, lot. No, 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 the other Mac versus PC guy. Oh, uh, yes. I know yes, him. Yes, that dude. Yeah. I wouldn't be forgetting uh, his name if I weren't on the spot right now. Uh, I think his name is John. <laughs> yeah, John Hodgman. John, John Hodgman. Hodgman. Yeah. If John Hodgman was the scientist. Boom, we totally used our 10% brain power to get <laughs> that done. I, I think I'm going to keep all that in there. Yeah, good. Of, of course. It <laughs> shows how dumb we humans are. <laughs> if John Hodgman was in the role of... of um, Morgan Freeman, like obviously it would be completely different tonally. Like it would have a completely different feel to it because of of who he is and like it just, I, I don't know. I just at this point in time I don't remember the argument I was trying to make. But John Hodgman is <laughs> who, who we I was got trying John to Hodgman. think of. If we got John Hodgman, that's the only thing that matters. All is right with the world. <laughs> yes, I know that I would definitely like some of the CH uh, four so that I could uh, you know like right now not have verbal diarrhea on a podcast you know lots of ums and likes and not being able to uh get my point across when i'm trying to defend like wish i was here something like that you know like I, that's when that would come in handy Yeah, but you also would have no emotional response so it'd be like the movie was made well, it was 120 you know, minutes yeah. Uh, I think I think Chris and some listeners could argue that I don't have an emotional response sometimes, but uh, um, directed by Luke Besson, starring Scarlett. Unless it's Lucy, then we're just high as a kite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. Oh, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. I, I'm, Lucy, I'm home. I can't um, wait for yeah. the sequel where she's dancing, called Foot Lucy. <laughs> You like why like Footloose is your favorite I film know. to tie in. I keep coming back. Exactly. Here. It's so it's so uh adaptable. Yeah. But you know what? We uh I, I'm well, I'm gonna mention it now. The French dude was totally a Ricardo. I mean, come on. And I would say she's more of a god in this movie, like a loose almighty. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Although that sounds like the uh, porn version yeah. of uh <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sounds like the porn parody. <laughs> that girl's loose almighty. <laughs> oh, man. Do you, got, do you have one more pun before we go, Steven? No, I'm I'm done hating on this movie. Let's have a truce, almighty. Trucey. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, all right. Well, Carson, why don't you let loose with your review of Lucy and let us know if you're going to give this a must-see, a reckon of the caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? I think this film is a good litmus test to whether or not uh you enjoy certain movies like this and i think the question you at you can ask someone is would you enjoy a film where scarlett johansson bursts into rainbow sprinkle confetti if that is the movie for you then you're gonna love lucy um <laughs> If they kind of look at you all like, huh, like quizzically, like then you're like, all right, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I think that's a, I think that may be a, a good litmus test as to see if you are the right person to watch this movie. But uh, other than that, me personally, I'm giving the film a must see because you should go out and have a great old time with it. Luke Besson is back. <laughs> Steven. I'm. I really. I'm not trying to be the stick in the mud because I'm capable of liking dumb, fun movies for sure. And even the litmus <laughs> test of would you want to see a film where Scarlett Johansson bursts into confetti? <laughs> yeah, in principle. <laughs> in principle, I would totally be down for that. In my mind, this movie did not establish itself tonally in a way that made me interpret it as dumb, fun, get high and get along for the ride. It felt the like pseudo philosophic undertone of it and all the monologues that were coursing throughout it made me feel like it was a movie that was trying to pretend to seem to mean something <laughs> to someone. And the fact that it completely didn't just really, really took me out of it. I will acknowledge that if, if I were to go back and see this where someone had told me, dude, you got to check out, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Can you believe these actors did this crazy, stupid movie? <laughs> I, would, I would probably be approaching it with a different lens than I took it. Uh, and so with that, I will temper 
my original feeling of the movie, though still, of course, be lower than everyone else here. And I'm going to pass it with a caveat, where the caveat is, if you are looking for a very dumb B-movie, and you know that you like that, you would empirically, I guess, enjoy it. And maybe even I would enjoy it in a world where more or less of my brain capacity were being used. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> at at 10.40 p.m. on Friday night, this movie was not for me. <laughs> so, pass for the caveat. Caveat being, people clearly have fun with it, and I must not be people. <laughs> Chris. Although, although <laughs> quick question, quick question. If you had seen this in, in your usual uh, kabuki theater where you were to, able to consume alcohol while watching it, do you think you would have cha- your opinion would I have changed? I don't know, because I had already... I had been to a comedy show right before this and had a oh, couple so drinks, already so I was, like, I was in a good mood. I was, not in a, <laughs> I was not in a mood to hate on something. I don't know that I, it would I, change. I, I also I mean, can't I say, imagine Kabuki showing it, though maybe they are. <laughs> I say that half-jokingly, but also just wondering. I, I will say there's probably a mood... This is not the bad movie I expected. Like I, I thought it was going to be something where it's it's bad in a boring, stale, done to death kind of way, or a like uh, fake science bursting throughout it. <laughs> and instead, what I got was very interesting in its like chaos. Uh, and even if I I did not like it, I don't I don't think you'll regret the time you spent with it in the way that many many movies that are blandly ridiculous. Right. It's not an average. No, it's not a bland movie. It's not normal. (laughs) Definitely. I think (laughs) think more people in my audience would have liked it if it had been Transcendence. Hmm. I really was not getting a warm vibe from the packed theater upon the end of this movie. Not one person. They just did not. Not one person. Not handle it. Not one person did anything to (laughs) indicate like we liked it. They were all just kind of like, what? What? Well, I mean, I wouldn't expect someone to clap Lucy. I mean, it's not Boyhood. Well, but... in, in in my theater, somebody stood up at the end and yelled, "Just like Shutter Island." <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had that callback in a long time. Damn. So, for for new listeners of the show, that's uh, like, that's a, you gotta a go long way time back for callback. that one. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, um, <laughs> since since Stephen was gracious enough to temper his disgust for this film, I'll temper my excitement just a tiny bit because, to be honest, I cannot objectively state that if this wasn't Luke Besson. Scarlett Johansson and Morgan Freeman that I would celebrate this film as much as I am um, so I will I will knock this down one tiny little peg to a reckoning with the caveat and just say that if you saw the, if you saw the trailer for this film and you just thought F yeah sign me the hell up because I'm going to watch the shit out of this movie then this movie will deliver on exactly what you expected it to um, if you saw the trailer and went like eh Black Widow getting actual powers and uh, having crappy science that doesn't make sense. I'm not interested in that. Uh, if you're then the comic this... book guy from The Simpsons, you wouldn't be interested. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be interested in this. Um, but for everyone else, just like, you know, you, 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 I had a great ass time watching it. And um, I, I wish that as far as the things that come out that aren't good, I wish there was more things that were of this type of not good than just not being good. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, this movie totally kicks Captain America in the butt. <laughs> it's totally. Uh, anyways. Captain America, Captain America 2, that is. Not the first one. Okay. At but least come on, you know, Chris, at least you know on. where you stand. We know Chris is totally teetering on a must-see, though. I know. I know. I know <laughs> no. you're... You can go there if you want. I won't be upset. No, no, <laughs> for me, it was must-see. For sure, without a doubt. For other people, like I, I would feel bad telling everybody this is a must-see, them going to see it and being like, dude, that movie was what Steven said it was. Well, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so that that's my only real caveat. So I'm just, you know, since, since Steven was willing to budge, I'm willing to, to budge a little. So I appreciate you that. you <laughs> <laughs> trying to help Man, now out. I probably need to see this movie again. Ah, uh-huh. oh, damn <laughs> it. <laughs> Well, don't worry. You'll probably see it on a few planes. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure, I'm it'll, sure come it'll be up. on a plane ride. But uh, yeah, that is this review of Lucy. So uh, Carson, if people are going to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. Steven? Uh, you can go to twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. 
People can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can go to, to TheSpoilerWarning.com to find a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to figure out when all these episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com. You can use the contact form on our website or you can leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for this episode will come from some sort of exploding blue light <laughs> show. Um, like, probably, we'll throw in the Main Street Electrical Parade. Uh, <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> maybe a little Breaking Bad theme. Okay, so I have so, a little thought experiment for you. What okay. if the films we reviewed today had swapped directors? <laughs> what would the Richard Linkletter version of Lucy and the Luke Besson version of Boyhood have <laughs> looked like? I don't, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Richard Linklater has never made an action film, so I would be interested to see that. Attempting to even process that in my head just dropped my brain capacity down to zero. I, I feel like Lucy, the whole movie would have been the Skype call between her and Morgan Freeman discussing the ramifications <laughs> of using exactly. your brain. She, she actually goes up 5% of brain capacity every year and just keeps checking in on her. And she, it doesn't explain what her next power will be. She's just doing that, and you're like, oh, cool, I guess it's been some no, time. No, but you don't see her do it. She just mentions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, Today yeah, I threw yeah. a bunch she, of cards. She's discussing the ethical nature of using her power to control the, other there, human there, beings and taking away no their title, right to free will. There's no title cards that say uh, what percentage she's at. And, and yeah. every piece of dialogue, she would say, like, oh, today I can throw cards. And then he'd be like, yeah, I know what you mean. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. <laughs> about what I, about what Dude, I would do I, if I could throw cards. Let's kickstart this movie right now. The, 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 the best thing would be like, it's the character from Boyhood sitting in the car next to Scarlett Johansson, and he's like, he's like talking about the things we could do to change global warming, and Scarlett's just sitting there thinking like, I could just change it. Dude, I'm ready to kickstart my uh, documentary called Just Like Shutter Island that uh, focuses on all the films that are just like Shutter Island. I, I totally forgot about that dude who stood up, or not stood up, but like turned to his friends and was like, Bleh. I totally I, forgot about that. That's so That was so funny. What, one of these days, what I should do is any film that ends in a similar, similar way to just like Shutter Island, I should be five, four, three, two, and then just stand up and say that and hope that like somebody else in this in the theater well, says it too. I'm like, but yeah, it was that funny. Guy. But it was funny because Inception did not end like at like Shutter Island at all. It only yeah, had yeah, Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio in it. That was the only connection, guy. Yeah. Well, the connection is that you see credits before you see the answer to the question. Is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really the only connection. I so yeah. ACOD was also just like Shutter Island. <laughs> well you know what that, that that same dude also said like what nothing at the end of the credits like he was expecting nick fury to show up or something i don't know <laughs> i guess he i guess every movie now he's he goes to see boyhood and he's just like what no avengers cue <laughs> this movie he, he, he just really wants uh, nick fury to drown the rest of the avengers in a sea while, <laughs> while his husband cries on the shore now what would you have thought if boyhood had been like a uh He's like, the Hulk was in Shutter Island, come on. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm totally blanking on the name of the movie now. What, what was the, um... Damn it, why am I forgetting this? We're gonna John do this Hodgman. again. John Hodgman. I, I, I'm thinking, well, what's the movie that came out a couple years ago uh, where it's a bunch of kids that are making a movie and then it turns into, like, an alien Super 8. Oh, Super 8. Super 8, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what if Boyhood had been one of those where, like, around year number three, weird, <laughs> weird things started happening. I would, I would watch I that think movie I, I too. think I would have liked it. That would yeah. be cool. But, it, but yeah. it would have to also be found footage. <laughs> so it's 12 years of found footage film stitched together. Well, I guess, I mean, technically, Boyhood has a very documentary-like feel. Kind of, yeah. But not yeah. found footage in the way that Earth to Echo is found footage, which I finally saw, by the way, and I agree with Chris, <laughs> just like I envisioned, that movie was ass. Thank you. Yes. It was complete and total garbage. Yep. Just gotta just gotta throw it out there, you know. I'm gonna say unlike, I, unlike Lucy. I, I like Lucy more than I like Wish I Was Here. Yay! I, Yay! I, I did too. I mean, I can't fault you that. Yeah. Mandy Patinkin aside. No, even even including Patinkin. 
<laughs> what if he was the one that that ingested the uh, the ch? <laughs> Just what? manically laughing like the crackhead in this movie. His he cancer would have gone away. He, he uses his 100% brain capacity to to force Zach Braff to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and all is. Re- what if Zach Braff is the older version of the kid from Boyhood? That would make oh, sense. Oh man, that would have been crazy. Awesome. That'd be pretty, 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 pretty good connection. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been rambling on for quite a while. So, what do you say we take off, guys? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, guys, all for listening. And you can catch our review of Boyhood in the feed in about uh, probably the day after this episode comes up. So, check that out, and we will see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>